This Budapest Business Journal podcast was recorded at the Expat CEO boardroom meeting held at the Matilde Palace Luxury Collection Hotel on February the 10th, 2022. The BBJ created the boardroom meetings in 2021, inviting leading expat CEOs and members of the Budapest Diplomatic Corps to come together and share information in an elegant yet relaxed setting. It meets twice a year and forms a vital part of the BBJ's commitment to this extraordinary community. This is the second part of a round table discussion on the interplay between the upcoming Hungarian general election and the economy. It features Tamás Lóci, country managing partner at PwC Hungary, Károly Radnai, managing partner of Anderson Hungary and also head of the tax committee at Amcham Hungary, and Dr. Ildiko Tax, KPMG partner, head of business consulting and head of the financial services sector. Questions were asked by BBJ Editor-in-Chief Robin Marshall. Look out for the first part of this roundtable discussion and other BBJ podcasts on BudapestBusinessJournal.com. Thanks for listening to this BBJ podcast. The reason there is so much trust uh, between the central bank and, and Fidesz is, as you alluded, um, the, the the current governor is a previous finance minister, so and was once referred to by 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 the prime minister as his his right hand. So clearly they they, they think alike. They have therefore trust in each other, um, and trust in is something that that in business we understand the importance of. But I wonder how we feel trust is developing in the well, principally in Hungary because we're here. But but also how it compares uh, with with the bigger picture. So trust in business and and dare I say it, trust in politics. What's what's the picture like for Hungary and how does it compare and where are we going? Okay, so 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 the, the, this is not not a nice uh, situation where the world is going from a trust uh, perspective. Especially not nice. From a government's all governments uh, perspective, so uh, and 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 sorry, sorry, Robin, probably there are exceptions, but this goes for the media uh, as well, and businesses are are coming up uh, big time. So probably good news for most of the audience uh, here that uh, people trust businesses more than anybody else, especially if we speak about your employer so the trust goes up to 77 percent when it comes to ceos and uh, and uh, trust towards other players like the government is declining and they see there is an edelman trust barometer if you if you want to look at those uh, results it's freshly out and uh, and uh, it speaks about uh, the decline in trust uh, uh, that I just I just mentioned. So, what uh, is important, I believe, for the future, and this is no different in Hungary as well. So, trust is also declining in 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 Hungary. Is that businesses are taking a more important role when it comes to societal questions, when it comes to you know what 
can the businesses do for, for education, which is going to be probably the most important uh, topic going, going forward, not just for Hungary, but since we are in Hungary, particularly for Hungary, and, and that is so many things to do, whoever is, is going to uh, be the new government, I believe that this is going to be the number one uh, question. And until that, uh, you know, thinking about what businesses can do uh, to, to restore trust and, 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 and contribute positively towards the society, uh, this is going to be a very important goal. This is going to be a goal that I will focus on as a CEO uh, for, for my company and, and make sure that we are contributing uh, to, to Hungary. Uh, I've long since come to the realization, or the acceptance rather, that that um, journalists, in terms of trust, rank I think beneath a state agent. So you know, uh, I, I don't look for any for any caveats there. It's it, it's it's pretty obvious. Uh, Ildiko, I want to I want to develop uh, Tamish's point there on, on on education, and we'll come to you as well, Caroy, in this point. I'm sure. Um, because that is the concern that we hear time and time again from, from our CEOs. Every time I sit down with one and do an interview in the last year and a half, it's been, uh, well, where's the, where's the workforce coming from? And there are two elements to that. One is finding them and then keeping them. The other is, is, is the, the through flow, having them provided in the, in the first place. So um, how does whoever is in charge in, in April or on April the 4th, whoever is in charge this problem is is still there. How does the state build an education system that is fit for purpose? Uh, and, and how do our businesses find the people they need and retain the people they need? And pay them? Yes, it's uh, rather complex. But, but I'm trying to, you know, as a good consultant, I, I, I try to cut it into pieces and then, then we eat it. The whole elephant. So um, um, I can confirm that. Right? I mean, both from our side as KPMG, you know, finding you know talented people, uh, but also from my clients. And and there are several ways this uh, you know this comes to us. One is help us find people. I mean, what what character of people we you know you suggest we find? Try to. Um, make us more efficient that that we need less people you know and and because of our processes are more digitized robot robotized um or um help us retain the people uh, that currently work for us because they are danger um so i mean this this pretty much for me uh reflects realities of today and um but but let's step back. I mean, employment rates are the highest that that Hungarian economy has ever seen. I mean, it's over. It's almost three quarters of 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 the workforce is uh, of the people. So seventy four percent is is employment rate, um, which is extremely high. Now, but what what do we have? We have demographics. About one fifth of of the population is currently over sixty five, which is uh, you know which is a worsening trend. So as you look ahead, actually, 
the, the rebirth rate is is way below two. So um, so you know the reproduction of the of the of Hungarians is unfortunately. I mean, so no wonder the government has been pressing the the family idea and, and you know prizing having three children, three four children even. So so that's understandable. Now, but it will take time, you know, until these these. Uh, youngsters will reach the the workforce so we we will definitely have for the next uh, 10 15 years uh, a gap now where do you how do you fill this gap i mean obviously you you can import uh workforce this is not only a problem of hungary but but all around i mean yesterday i heard that in albania they bring in in pakistanis because in albania they don't have enough people so uh, you know in Hungary, that's, that's currently mostly in construction and manufacturing. In services, it's, it's probably it's, it's less so because of the, the because the crisis affected services more than, than production, but it will come. So, what can you do? I mean, of course. Uh, sorry, and, and one more aspect that is important that that's the the complete change of the way we work uh, during the pandemic. I mean, it started earlier, but if if anybody told us at KPMG, I mean, our, our uh, consultants, that they wanted to work from home. I mean, we always, well, well, maybe one day a week or maybe half day a week. So, uh, you know, because because the trust that we just talked about, it wasn't there. And then the, the situation came and, and then we just, you just had to change overnight. And, and we managed it because thankfully we, we had the, uh, the, the IT and, and all the background for that. But, and, and then the trust had to develop and we see that it works. And, but it's true for other parts as well. I mean, it means that you may sit in Hungary, you're Hungarian, but you work in the States, or especially IT people. So, so certain parts of the, the work workforce don't actually need to travel or don't need to live there. And, and they still, so you're competing. But it's also an opportunity for, for enterprises because you can hire from abroad as well. That, for instance, as KPMG, we also currently looking for um, trying to to do that. Another aspect uh, to mention is is definitely the um, um, that Iris is here with with MCM. We we, uh, we 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 try this, or or actually I've been involved in it, trying to encourage this this uh, you know business and government uh, talking. You know how to how to develop uh, you know the uh, actually the workforce. What what are the uh, the real needs? Of, of businesses in Hungary, mm -hmm. and uh, because a lot of the uh, the enterprises are foreign owned, this is this is key that uh, that also with 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 foreign views with the, the companies, so not just the Hungarians but uh, but foreigners, this is followed up. And the last aspect I and and then I I really finish up is the, is this that that you really put the you have to put the employee in the center of your thinking, just like your customer. It's it's your internal customer, and how you develop, how you train, how you you offer a career perspective, an employee journey, as as you call it these days. You know how you handle these these pain points that that an employee may have. How you you know do pass checks just to to have a feel like what's going on in your enterprise that these are all new ways of of managing that uh, that are very relevant of actually keeping uh, those employees with you that's the the cheapest way then you know <laughs> in this uh, in this um, you know increasing uh, wage environment you know to uh, to keep your employees and make them happy Kelly, would you like to to add something to that 
Um, I, I would just go back to, to uh, your initial question regarding the trust and, and uh, uh, what businesses can, can expect from a government. So mm -hmm. I think that two things happened in, in the last uh, 12 years is that businesses like stability mm -hmm. and they also like accountability. And, the, and uh, we have a very stable government. Uh, uh, again, I can just go back to the tax policy where, where there has been a very consistent communication. What is the strategy of the government and what the businesses should expect from it? And uh, we have seen this uh, over the time that, that uh, it, it came true, but also the businesses like accountability. And this is where, where I think this government has a, a lot to improve because, uh, because all of a sudden, if the, the situation changes, they can introduce new legislation, uh, not only in tax, but every kind of industry has been impacted um, with, with very... Uh, unorthodox uh, kind of legislation, and also that happened all in, in 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 tax thing that in industry surtaxes have been introduced and then repealed, and and uh, also there were a lot of debate with the European Union whether they are consistent or not consistent, and I think these these are two conflicting things that that businesses want to have stability, uh, and uh, they like very much if there is a as a clear tax policy but on the other hand i think businesses have have serious concerns about the future in hungary even if this government remains in force as what they can expect because because there it, uh, it this government wasn't very much transparent in mm -hmm. decision making so we never know why certain decisions are made we can have guess and and but 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 uh, this is not a transparent process thank you yeah, 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 yeah. just just add one thing so so i believe that uh, as Ildiko said we have a long way to go until we have uh, full reproduction uh, in hungary and and i think the government needs to do a step change in, in, with respect to uh, letting uh, people into the country to work uh, for uh, for for the businesses that we have uh, in in this country, and there is a one suggestion on the table. So the government is moving from 10% to 20% uh, now. That that is the the allowance for for having a foreign workforce. But I believe the the suggestion on the table with a company visa program, so that the companies have. Uh, uh, a very easy way to get the skilled workforce that they need into the country. So this government is uh, is, is not supporting migration and uh, and uh, with, with the argumentation that uh, people in migration are not having those skills that uh, that we would need to, to fill those gaps that we have right now. But if the, the companies would be allowed to get the people in that they would like to have, uh, that would be an easy fit uh, into the economy and would, would create a much better situation for the country. I had a conversation with Eric uh, about that um, last year, I think, uh, about that very thing. So uh, we would hope to see movement on, on that, I think. Um, uh, Carol, you mentioned the EU, and I, I would like to get back to the EU. But just before we do that, one of the other areas where we're told so we have we have two problems. We, one is education, uh, the other is um, resource having enough people, uh, and we're constantly told that that digitization and automation will be uh, will be part of the answer, and that's going to free up uh, resources uh, for us. So I'm 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 wondering where we are 
where we think we are on the the, the digital transformation process uh, in Hungary? Is it as advanced as it needs to be, Tamash? Is there is there room for acceleration on, along this front? Oh, oh yes. So so <laughs> so uh, we, we are not even close uh, to to where we would uh, need to be in terms of digitalization. So many many countries are ahead of us, especially the Baltic countries. Where, where um, maybe because of the size, but digitalization is 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 going much further than uh, than than we have it. So um, there are good signs with uh, with uh, um, electronic payments, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So the Hungarians are also transitioning uh, towards uh, the digital, but uh, our education system is is not there yet. So so clearly we are not we are not uh, nor having the funds. Nor the expertise from the teachers' uh, side to, mm -hmm. to 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 really prepare the kids for the new for the new age for the new area, and this is and this is something that uh, again maybe businesses have uh, have a lot to offer uh, for for the companies. PwC is having the digital fitness app that can be downloaded uh, from uh, from uh, uh, all 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 the uh, either App Store or or, or Android. So so. Uh, there are so many things that uh, that uh, we need to do, and what I see uh, uh, right now, and 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 this is true for 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 the whole Europe, is that the division is not so much uh, from a political perspective to uh, right or left, but the division is uh, those who are keeping up the pace and those who are left behind and there are many people who don't have broadband uh, connection pandemic hit and and they didn't have the chance to participate in the in the uh, in the study online because they had maybe no computer maybe no broadband uh, connection and and this will make a mark for their lives and this is going to be very very difficult to Bring those kids back uh, to a digitally upskilled uh, uh, workforce that will be needed uh, by the country. So, I, I, I don't have the magic bullet. I, I, I don't know how we could we could solve that. But this this starts with basic education. So, how do we how do we improve our basic education so that these kids have the digital skills that will be needed from them? And by the way. Digital transformation is also helping the the, the, the workforce shortage uh, that we have. So the more the more things we can automate uh, and and replace uh, the human uh, the human uh, uh, um, workforce with those, uh, it's going to be also very important to 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 educate the guys who are who are coming out of those uh, jobs to be skilled enough to do things that robots cannot do yeah. yet. So. So two challenges, one on the basic level, one on the vocational level, very hard to crack. And of course, the, the poverty gap gets involved in this as well, because the children who have less, least access to the digital world are the poorest. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ildiko, is there anything you'd like to, to add to that? Or, or Garoy, them? It's uh, just a comment, and I, I, I fully agree with what, what Tomás has said, that, that uh, uh, in the education I, I see not only the problem that, uh, that the schools are not digitalized, but, uh, but the problem is that I think kids 
understand what is the new word. The teachers don't understand what the new word is. and uh, All their parents. Uh, what, can, <laughs> what can be a, a real problem that the kids don't understand why they go, what, what the school is for, because what they experience, that what they get as a kind of education has nothing to do with their life. So I, I don't think it's a generation thing. I think when we were kids and we went to the school, we didn't understand everything. But there was not such a huge difference in in the subjects what we have learned and what we experienced outside, mm. and I think that's that's that changed very much, and and that's a problem that uh, that uh, if 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 the if the children don't understand what is the school is for and what they can learn there, why 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 they have to go there. And maybe one quick thought. Um, yes, it's it's it's. Again, how the government, because whatever children learn in school is, is very similar to what we learned in school, because the uh, maybe, you know, it's, it's they employ a little bit the new knowledge, but the way of teaching and the contents are pretty similar. And and that's an issue, because the world is, is running very fast, uh, you know, ahead and, and past. So uh, so that, that, is, that would be the role of the government, actually, to... Uh, to look into this and, and realize and, and, and change uh, maybe at first not even so much the content because there's always so much debate and you know but but more the, the way of uh, way I'm doing it you know how, how I provide schools with the necessary equipment and not not primarily in Budapest but I'm talking more about the countryside mm-hmm. in smaller villages towns uh, because Budapest is probably I mean if you look at it overall it's it's far ahead of, of what's happening, you know, a bit further outside of it. Uh, thank you. I, I just got the, the dreaded hurry up, um, which means that we ought to bring this to a close. And there's plenty, plenty more we can discuss. Uh, but we were anxious to try and um, open it up to the floor if we can. So we have perhaps time for, for one, maybe two short questions. Is there anything uh, from the floor that you would like to ask our uh, panel. It's not very often that you get such wise eggs sitting together. Uh, Eric, let me pass you the phone. Thank you. It's, it's been very good so far. Thank you all for, for your contributions. Um, we haven't really talked about the dependency of Hungary on, on European funding, and it's a very political topic, but it is for all of the European companies a very relevant topic. Um, so a lot of love lost in the last four years between Hungarian government and uh, the European Union and the, the, let's say, the power players on the European side. What is the risk if these elections go for Fidesz and they continue on the course that they are currently, which is, let's say, very long arm's length from Europe? Um, what's the risk on, an, on a damaging impact on, on the economy? as well as the relationships with all the big European companies that are sitting around the table here. I love you, Eric. That was actually my next question. You're so welcome. <laughs> uh, so we have the Recovery and Resilience Facility. We already know that that's, that's being put, it's being held back for Hungary. Uh, and we know that Poland is also, uh, has issues over rule of law, as, as Hungary does. So what's the, what's the likely developments um, in terms of, of EU money? Post-election. Yeah, it seems very much uh, that until the election, nothing will change. The big question, what can happen afterwards? And I would like to uh, just break one illusion that if we have a 
government change, then everything will uh, will be solved all of a sudden. Because uh, the EU doesn't deal with politicians, the, 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 and the, uh, all those statements are made on both sides, but they are made by politicians. They, we are dealing with, with two official bodies, the European Commission and the Hungarian government and the Hungarian parliament. So uh, just an election doesn't mean that... Uh, that this problem will be solved, but the, if there is a new government, then that new government will have to institute certain changes if they will have the power for that, and uh, which which not so certain. Uh, even within the opposition, the, the the consensus is not much there to what 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 needs to be changed. And and don't forget that politicians are 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 very brave in statements while they are opposition. But once they 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 put in power and then start to enjoy uh, the things that that uh, Fidesz has developed, it's not so certain that they would be uh, ready to to give them up. Uh, so I'm I'm not that optimistic uh, from 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 that point of view that even if there is a government change, all of a sudden things would change. If if uh, if Fidesz is is reelected, uh, most likely, and this is just the experience that there will be a very difficult uh, period for Hungary. But at the end of the day, there will be a compromise. There will be a consensus, uh, and uh, and uh, and those RRF funds. Uh, will arrive to Hungary. That's my personal opinion. I, I have a slightly differing view. So I, I, I believe that uh, that if the opposition would win, then uh, uh, it would be a lot easier to solve those uh, those problems because that's the mainstream that uh, that that we have. So even if uh, uh, there would be there may be some difficulties, I think the blo political blockade for the country would be would be relieved. And I also believe that uh, I fully agree that uh, they will wait until the election. But if the election is won by by the current uh, coalition, uh, uh, that, that the the tide will change uh, as well for the monies uh, to be freed up much more strongly than than we have right now. So they can hold it back until a point in time, but they cannot fight it uh, uh, until the end. So so I believe that if Fidesz is winning. Uh, or the coalition is winning, uh, then then uh, there will be some uh, procedures, and you know what what Brussels hundred percent understands is that Hungary is a very pragmatic uh, country. If there is a good possibility for bargaining, Hungary is going to jump in and bargain until until the very last moment with all we have. So so I believe that uh, that they know that uh, the, the, the government is not going to give it up and, and they will do the tweaking what what is required uh, to, to get the money. But maybe this is going to be a longer process, but at the end, we will get the money, no, no, no question about that. In that case, uh, I'm going to have to end it there. Uh, lady, gentlemen, thank you very much for, for sharing with us your expertise, your, your, your input, your, your thoughts. Uh, uh, gentlemen, ladies, thank you for your, for your attention. I hope that you found it uh, a, a useful insight into an election um, in which we are interested parties but, 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 but observers. So thank you very much indeed. Thank you.